you too feel that spiritual is the new normal and you're excited to talk about crystals, sound healing, personal development, soul purpose, oracle and psychic intuition, and you are generally seeking fulfillment in and beyond your daily life, we've created these podcasts just with you in mind. We're your hosts, Candace and Eunice. We have created Crystal Wall of Light, consulting sound healers and individuals in their search for crystal tones, alchemy, crystal singing bowls, offering sound meditation journeys, group or individual healing sessions and trainings in Hong Kong, France, and online. Together, we intend to hold a sacred space for us to explore and dive deep and find that inner light that we each hold within. So today, we are so excited. This is our long-awaited second podcast, Where's Your Bowl of Light? And today, we have a very special guest, Cindy, that can is um, a psychic. And she bridges spiritual and the physical world using her intuitive abilities to predict future events and communicate with loved ones, guides, and spirits. She has a down-to-earth yet compassionate way to help you unfold your true self. Messages are received via clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience. So, um, Cindy, let us ask you some questions about the background. How have you discovered your psychic abilities? We understand that you knew that from the early age so can you tell us a bit about that well I sure can when I was little I would see things and hear things that I just thought it was normal in my everyday life so um, one of my earliest that I can remember where I saw was a gentleman would come into my room as a child and I always thought it was my dad and my dad would sort of, you know, tell me to go to sleep from another room. And this gentleman would stare at me. And, you know, my parents would always just chalk it off to, you know, I was just being one of those imaginative ch- children. And um, the day that we were moving out of the house, the son of the man, um, that we rented the house from told us that his father had actually passed in my bedroom and that was the gentleman that I was always seeing so it sort of validated some of the experiences that I was having although my parents still didn't quite believe in it but things that I would see I would predict accidents um, I would predict just family events and even for my friends I would see for everyone all these events but for me I really didn't understand it and I just thought I was causing all these events to happen so it wasn't till I was in my 20s that I actually went to another psychic who allowed me to understand what I was experiencing and to help me put my antenna up and down so that I could actually use it for the good to help people in their world instead of feeling like I was, you know, and I don't like to use this word, but sort of cursed, right? So that's kind of how I found out about it. Wow. And, and you didn't have, did it cause you unease or did you feel scared when you were a child? Well, it was always, um, I, I wasn't scared of it. It was just a knowing. I had this strong sense of knowing of things that would happen, but then I would feel bad afterwards. So afterwards, mm. I would get the remorse of what had happened because I wasn't able to prevent it from happening. And then 
eventually what I learned was how I can use what I was seeing to actually help people where I could. Yeah, that is so interesting. And you mentioned that you went to um, a psychic school. So you have some training. Can you tell us a bit about that too? It wasn't a school. I just went to another um, psychic who um, who would just work with me on the delivery or, you know, how to talk to people about what I was experiencing in order to help them. So not to be afraid of it and that I could actually, and I use it, I use my head like the sky dome. We have this this um, great park in, in Canada and it's, it used to be called the Sky Dome where it's a baseball and the, the whole building roof moves over um, to allow the sunshine in and when it's raining, it closes. So that's actually how I use sort of the top part of my head when I'm allowed to use it to bring in my intuition, I just slide it over. And then when it's time to just allow me to be me, I kind of close it so that I can have some time where I'm not filling up with information all the time. And that's what she taught me was that I don't have to have this on 24 seven. Unfortunately, though, sometimes when you know, you really want to have it off and spirit says, No, 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 we've got some information. They just swing it wide open and say, Girl, just, you know, you got to get to work here. (laughs) Wow. Yes. That is so super interesting because that's something that um, we really want to ask is yes. So um, how do you control that? I mean, is it some special um, techniques or um, how do you control the on and off switch? So in the, the morning before, you know, I'm doing sessions, I kind of allow myself to open up. So I like to practice meditation and I have my little rituals and I just, you know, I always ask, you know, that all information delivered would be for the highest good and that we can connect with each person on a soul level so that, you know, they can, that we can help fulfill their dreams, allow them to connect with their people that they need to, to allow light to come in and, you know, no harm, right, is the big Mm. thing that I like to do. So I sort of set off with a little prayer that I do and, um, so I, I like to have a good half an hour before I start my sessions. And at the end, I have a candle that I light and I love to blow the candle out, just allowing that energy, bank energy, close the energy off. And that I hope at the end of the session that we've been able to fill people up with, you know, with positive energy and to allow just spirit to sort of hang with them for a little bit that is amazing yes so that is a wonderful technique because maybe not all of us um have the deep psychic connection but do you believe that everybody can 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 train that or can open up or are there you know some ways um that we could access that absolutely i believe that if each and every one of us has 
the same ability that I do. Um, and often most of us discount a lot of the energy that we feel. So I always tell people to listen to sort of that gut. So if you ever go out to your car and you've forgotten your keys, you have that knowing before you get there. And then you get to the car and you go, no, no, they're in my purse. And then you look through your purse and they're not there. Intuitively, you knew that it wasn't there. You discounted it. It's like, no, nope, I'm going to go to the car. The keys are there. Or sometimes you get a message that says, you know, you need to take a different way. You don't listen to it and you're stuck in traffic. So, and then you're mad at yourself. I knew I should have gone this way. So those are little things that we feel and know every sort of day. Now, when it comes to spirit to come visit us, people will often just say to me, I don't feel my mom around or I don't feel my dad around. And by the end of the session, just by, you know, talking to them, you know, have you experienced maybe the lights dimming up and down? And usually it's very specific to that person. There'll be one or two mm. things that happen specifically to them and they go, yes, and I see that. And I actually acknowledge that it's, you know, I'll say hi, mom. And, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> you do feel her and they're going oh mm. yeah I really do but I just don't believe it or they'll dream about parent coming through or family friend mm. or their person um and those are actual visits so you know we all have the skills to be so many things in this life and usually what really connects with is, is the thing that we do. And this is the thing that, you know, as a child, I was, you know, able to embrace it then, but even more so as an mm. adult where I was able mm. to, you know, trust and believe. And that's a big thing. It's first impressions, first thoughts, first feelings, whatever comes mm. in, what it is that you need to trust. And a lot of us have those, mm, I'm not sure whether I trust that information coming in. So and the other thing that's really, really cool right now in the universe mm -hmm. is that when we switched from Mercury energy over to this new Aquarius energy, it's mm -hmm. like all of us are being downloaded with new programming that will allow mm -hmm. us to access this information so much mm -hmm. easier. So a lot of people are going to really start to pay attention to their intuition, things that are happening around them. They're going to be able to feel and know things and not know why. So, mm. you know, for me, that's really exciting and cool that so many more people are going to be touched by spirit and be able to connect. Yeah, it's very well said. I mean, I actually felt like, you know, I, I'm a junior psychic, yeah. so I can feel that sometimes it's the frequency of ourselves that, you know, you just easily connected with another person or even like higher spirit. And sort of these type of knowing, it's like you have to train yourself how your consciousness and your brain and how you download a thought. I think um, it's so fascinating. A lot of people are learning uh, meditation now in Hong Kong. And everyone to try to get into that. Well, exactly. It's almost like these waves that are coming in, this new energy that's coming in is like sending out this beacon that people are 
really connecting, you know, to meditation, to different healing, more natural, more simplistic lifestyles, and understanding Mm. that in this world now that we can do more with our positive thoughts and are focused on the higher frequencies than we can do with the low levels of fear, stress, worry, um, and all of that. That is very draining. And, you know, we, and the biggest thing is faith, right? We just truly need to trust and feel that faith. Um, And, you know, and when you start to connect with energies and it, you know, it's like, wow, you know, I just did that. Mm. And even, (laughs) even now I still have those, you know, what a fantastic read that was. Right. And, you know, it's like you do the little happy dance afterwards. right? (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. We, um, yeah, that's so humbling to hear. Um, so actually, like just what we were saying about how many people are more opening, we are connecting. And I think it's all the more important that we learn to be able to distinguish between the voice from spirit and guides and, and um, that's of the higher frequencies and, and the other voice that is always kind of holding us back or, um, um, you know, telling us to go the other way. You know, I think that is a really difficult part. You know, I, I, I myself, I constantly struggle with that. You know, sometimes I feel like, can, how do I trust, you know, on, on a certain inner voice that I'm not able to distinguish? Is, is that really my higher self or is that my uh, ego or my fearful self you know so what would you suggest that um any suggestion for how we train ourselves to be a better listener so anything that causes you to question is always ego right ego doesn't Mm. the ego is that left side of the brain that one that you know is logical it's like oh you can't do this you know, it's the one that, you know, talks the fear and sort of brings it down where at the right side is the one that is very simplistic, you know, you just, that's that knowing. So I always say when you have that energy that, you know, is giving you those feelings in your stomach where you just feel, oh, that bad gut feelings, that's ego, right? I always refer to people with the Fred Flintstone. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Flintstones and you've got the little dark angel and you've got the little white angel. The dark one is always ego. The little angel is the one that says, you know, and that, and that's how I, I present it. So, you know, when you hear the questions, Tell your little dark angel to go quite for a bit so you can just spend time with your white little angel. <laughs> yes. So true. Is there, it's, it is really important to, uh, to discern that, um, especially in the times when, yes, we are we're more open up. But then I think, yes, that opening up takes a bit of self-discipline to um, stay calm and listen in and to connect and trust and have faith in, um, you know, what is 
what is the real message that we are receiving? I think I think one time, Cindy, I have this like a because uh, I'm like I'm not like professionally doing it, right? And I'm sort of like uh, on the sound bath. And one time I was on the Zoom call, and um, I was I have like some Mexican students. I have like some Chinese. I, I like on that day I was like so bombarded with all this technology. Someone is calling in on the Zoom and stuff like that. And so finally I started ten minutes later or fifteen minutes later. Then when everything is finally calmed down and I start playing the singing bowl. And then I had these voices inside me who was calling Andreas, Andreas, it's like that. And that was one of the students' thing. And I was thought like, you know, why would I calling my student inside my heart like that? And realized, okay, someone tried to deliver a message, and but I couldn't really get that message. I, I don't know, like you know what to do with it. You know, I was just waiting. But then next day when I woke up, I, I have a name of that person, and I was is maybe the aunt or something. And I asked him, and he told me, yes. Oh, I know who he is. On that day, we actually did picked up the tarot cards and, you know, that was the message maybe. But I couldn't really, but I was like, I'm sort of like really uh, very slow <laughs> getting this message. And, and it's like, sometimes I don't know whether I'm mental in, in some extent that like, you know, why you have these voices, you know, and so I'm kind of blur. I, I don't know what advice you would, you would give me. <laughs> so just so you know, um, too, before I really, started with this other psychic I actually went in because I thought I was crazy and my doctor was like oh we got medicine for that and I was like but it's still not stopping those voices coming in right and you know I went to see someone and they were like so what do these voices and the tone made me really angry and I was like well your mother is what I said and I gave her a message and she was like oh so you're really not crazy <laughs> so just so wow. <laughs> it's fine but I'm just like so not sharp to that voice and they're like I get the message like sort of delayed it until the next day it's like oh okay it's really funny Oh, I know. And, and, you know, and sometimes I will be like in the biggest crowd and I will hear my name shouted for me to pay attention. I'm looking around to see who's shouting at me. And it's like, then I get the information come in. I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, and that was big when I was little in the house that we stayed in, I heard my name being called all the time. And, you know, and then now when I get messages for other people, I have this rule that, you know, spirit's not allowed to wake me up at nighttime because I get really grumpy. <laughs> so they're allowed to come in like your inbox and leave a message. And when I go to meet with that person, I will remember the experience where they came and spoke to me at my house, right? So I'll, I'll be like, I remember the one time this young man came with a red guitar and I didn't recall any of that experience until I sat down with his mom. And then all of a sudden I, re I recalled the visit that he came had come to me, right? So then I recount the message to the mom who looks at me 
and walks out of the room. And I was like, oh my goodness, I offended her. And she comes back in with the red guitar, right? So you just, you know, sometimes you're not going to have to give that person that message right away. Remember, you know, spirit sort of works with you. So what you did there is you gave that, you delivered the message at the right time when you were supposed to. They were just giving you a heads up the day before that, hey, we're going to work with you and we'll make it work. Right. So, you know, when you're like, oh, I was slow, actually, you delivered it perfectly. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. And I think, you know, it's going to be interesting. Like, you know, I'm I really like radio. Sometimes I receive the message and sometimes I do not tune in. And I think it's, it's a matter of practice for tuning in and, and out. Yeah, that's interesting. And so you have any interesting story to tell us? Or you, ha- I'm sure you have many, many. <laughs> which I'm sure interesting you have. story. Yeah, which interesting story are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. That's something that you think that make an impact on yourself as well? Um, let's see. Some of the stories that really impacted me. Um, you know, I have to... There's so many. Um, probably the one for my family because my husband truly thought I was a little crazy right so (laughs) yeah yeah. so he actually you know was not very supportive and just and no disrespect to him it was just like he just wasn't on my page which is okay and then the one night we're both sound asleep and the television turns on so I'm like, hey, you're on the remote. And he's like, I'm not on the remote. It's on the other side of the room. So then, of course, I sit up and I go, okay, what's going to happen here? Right. So we have the television and we have three remotes to work our TV system. So there's the one for the television, the one for the satellite and the one for the DVD player. So the TV turns on. And then it goes over, it clicks over to the spot where we have to to plug in for the CD player. And then all of a sudden, the power comes on in the CD and it slides open or the DVD, I guess that's what it's called, the DVD. And then it closes and I'm like, well, this is interesting. And then the screen turns on and it plays this video of my husband from work that was really silly. They did this little green screen and all the guys from work had to dance. Well, my husband has no real sense of, you know, tune. So he's always offbeat with everybody else and he's got his tongue out. It's like the most hilarious video ever. And um, so I'm like, oh, okay. So we watched it once, but not only does it once, everything shuts down, it turns back on and does it twice. And so I said, okay, Howard, which was my father-in-law, when you're done playing with the TV, can you just turn it off when you're done? I said, I've already seen it. (laughs) And it's silly. And I lie down to go to sleep. My husband, however, is shaking me going, what's going on here? And I'm like, seriously, (laughs) who else would want to watch that program twice? I said, it's your dad, right? And he looked at me and he goes, how do you know it's my father? (laughs) <laughs> right and then I'm saying, yeah. I, I said to him okay so our phone rings every night at 11 o'clock half a ring I said and all the kids shout out good night grandpa because your dad called us at 11 o'clock every night and I said and we I don't even know where the that little 
um, CD had come from because it had been stored away and all of a sudden it was there again, right? So anyway, after that, it changed his, you know, thoughts on there is something after it. And his father was around and it actually helped him sort of do some healing within himself where, you know, he was very moody and feeling quite alone because that was both his parents, right? Gone. So when we went out afterwards, he was very supportive and it was, it allowed me to sort of embrace who I was more um, because I felt like I had to come out of the closet, right? And because he was just so not believing in what I did or who I was. So that was a really big sort of growth in my world just for my family. So that was kind of fun. Yes, that is so funny. It's, um, yeah, sometimes we feel like that spirits have um, a really humorous way to communicate with us. <laughs> It's true, Eunice, it's true. Like last time when I broke the bowl, I broke like on the way when I finished the class, I broke the yeah. two crystal bowls and they are so expensive. And funny mm-hmm. enough, I picked up 20 uh, Hong Kong dollars uh, on my way home and I didn't even know my crystal bowl is broken. And I know it's my one of my spirit guide and giving me like twenty dollars, you know. It's like okay, here you go, your compensation, you know. And you lost it again, no? I didn't. I didn't. No, 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 no. no. That was another incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna say there. Your guides are usually so funny. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's true. I mean, life sometimes, like you know, you you can't be so serious on everything, in 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 that way, you know. So, Cindy, what advice you you give, uh, you know, to to our new era in the twenty first century about like healing and all this spiritual? Do you have anything that interesting to share with our insight to give to us? So, and it's interesting um, because I've been sort of um, paying attention to what are, you know, my guides and that are talking about that. And we're all moving towards, you know, a higher vibration. So each and every one of us, and I have to say, it's like, for me, I'll, I'll just use like going to Hong Kong, Hong Kong. So there's ways to get there. You can get there by airplane. You can get there by boat or you can try to walk there and that's going to take you a long time right so those of us who are on the airplane are gonna you know it's gonna be so much quicker those of us that are apprehensive might take the boat and it's going to take them a bit longer and then there's going to be a group of people that are very hesitant or not wanting to and those are going to be a lot of the people we're going to see that are really unhappy fearful can't believe can't trust you know Um, just that sort of very dark energy, they'll eventually get there, but it's going to take them some time. The people that are really going to be very helpful for all of us is going to be the get the people who go by plane they're the light workers that are going to help the other people sort of get there and that's important to know is that yes everybody is going to get there it's just going to take time so it's you know um some of some people are going to spear feel spirit very easily and some people are going to ask others how do i get there so we'll see a lot more people meditating a lot more people using more natural healing methods we're going to see a lot of changes in the world when it comes to 
how we we do healings, um, how we just connect with other people. And we're actually going to be able to visualize a lot of the things that are going to be very forward coming up in the next, you know, 14 to 15 years. We're going to see a very, very different world just from spirit coming and working with us. You know, we feel the galactics are going to be more present around us, you know, more people looking at the stars and understanding that, you know, we're maybe connected in a bigger way to what's out there and a more simplistic lifestyle. You know, it's not going to be like you have to be like the Joneses anymore. It's very different energy. Absolutely. I think it's very well said. I can totally see the thing going from all of a sudden, like, you know, I, I think something is related to Hong Kong. I don't know why, because it's 2019. It's like the voices is shut that because of the of the freedom of speech. You know, everyone was, was started wearing the mask before even the COVID come. And then all of a sudden have this sound. I mean, the sound, I would see it equally. It's like the vibration of the frequency. It's changing that frequency. I mean, it's like all the sound healer are just playing the pure sound. And, you know, some even sing is like very angelic being of voices. And I think everyone sort of touched by it. And some of them they know, some of them may not know, you know. We truly it's very interesting to see how this is going forward. And we can I see see their dark forces are fighting to continue to, you know, stay on. And I don't know how long it's gonna diminish. But as I say it I always think there's always something good or bad always have to be like that there's nothing wrong with that no no and you know and the more our vibration rises the better it gets because it takes us to a different realm of energy and you know it's it's very cool now when you start to see those people that have that light and you know that they're there right and it's like and there's days that you have it where it's like this is the most amazing feeling today where you just feel so joyful and then there's days where you slip back down into the lower energy and you're going oh man what's this about i want to be where i was yesterday you know it'll take us some time yeah and i actually i don't know why actually i felt when i don't know maybe i'm more aware now of the energy i felt the galaxy nowadays that's much more heavier or more impactful energy to us for the lunar eclipse to the full moon is it's like you also mentioned to me even though the time is actually going faster mm-hmm. well especially like and that's our that's a problem too where people are really having um difficulty coping with this new energy this new because you know time does go so much faster right so it's like you know from january and here we are um june 1st how quickly did that go right it was like a snap of the finger and or if you have a list of things back in the sort of mercury energy to do you know you'd get them done in an hour where now a lot of people are struggling to get that list done in a whole day because it's hard to manage the time so now i sort of say to them that we actually have control of time where we can slow it down and they kind of look at me like i'm a little crazy (laughs) and that's okay but if you have you ever put um a coffee cup in a microwave and put it on for a minute and that minute feels like five minutes 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. Yes. Where because we're watching time and we're we're doing that. So I know that if I'm late for something, what I do is I slow down time so that I can be there on time. So I, and I play with that a little bit over the last few years, where I just manipulate it. But when I go to the fear that I'm going to be super late, if I go to that anxiety and I do sometimes, you know, worry about things, if I, I allow myself to drop down to that lower or that dark angel, then for sure I'm late. You know, I'll get every red light. How many of us have played with the green lights? You know, you visualize, visualize yes. all the green lights, right? I've actually had a light turn red and turn back to green before I'm um, doing that. And my girlfriend was like, seriously, I did not just see that. <laughs> I go, oh, yes, you did. <laughs> and that's once everybody gets there and understands they have the ability to change things and how important our imagination is going to be because really we're going to be able to go up into there into that part of our brain and imagine things and they show up manifestation of our dreams and things it's like you know it's going to come and we're you get that whole sense of wow that's really cool and then when you get very comfortable with it it happens all the time so that's what I'm excited for for everyone is to start to feel that where they don't have to focus so much on like the, I said that past energy keeping up with the Joneses I must do this right when you live simply and pure heart and pure intention things just come easily to you right when you feel abundant you will live an abundant life if you feel lack that's what you're putting in front of you it causes things to give you hiccups and obstacles on the way and i'll have people say well how, how can that be like everything be so easy and i said because when you trust and believe it just aligns everything up but when you focus on the what ifs that's what comes in front of you it's like you're programming yourself for sometimes some obstacles and yes there are some life lessons that we have to learn right we've put some obstacles on our path that we just need to get through but when we look at it and go well that was an interesting lesson but I know I've learned from it and I move on it doesn't stay there sort of on your shoulders or back it disappears yeah I think Cindy that's was so true that I have like before that for the corporate world and now I'm totally in a different type of work and I so, sometimes I do have this sort of like a guilty that I'm not working hard enough. I'm just so casual. <laughs> and Eunice and I both are, are really in a very different type of life that we will look at our plants and, you know, bathe a dessert, you know. And it's like, okay, sometimes you really don't have to be working so hard. And if you tell your parents, then your parents would think, oh, no, 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 you have a totally, like, you know, you're not working hard, what are you doing? And it's really true when you own a different type of bliss vibration, then you were mm. able to sustain, right? And you don't have to be so sad <laughs> or, you know, you, you just can feel that happiness. It just opens so many doors for us, right? And I mean, I have a huge example. Yesterday, I was at a friend's house, and they were talking about ticks, right? And on, you know, they found a tick on their dog. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know? And so they showed me how they needed to get it off. And I was like, 
Okay. And then I got a little worried about the ticks, right? And this morning on the news that, you know, all of a sudden there's a big story about ticks on the news this morning. And I was like, oh man, well, just before the podcast started, there was a little tick walking across my floor. And I was like, okay, you know what? You focused on it. You brought it here. Now release them, let them go. And there's no more ticks. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so true. We are amazing manifestors, actually. Um, And so speaking of that, we're moving on. I want to go kind of like really you know, um, a large scale and talking about, you know, when you're saying about things of the future of um, time. Um, so is it really that there is no future or now or past? But it's all kind of happening at the same moment then. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And actually there is your higher self um, doing this lifetime with you. Um, but doing it so when we struggle and fail with things or we feel like, oh man, you know, I just had that lower vibration moment and it's making me mad and stuff. Sometimes I'll say to myself, okay, I need to make a date with my higher self to see how she's doing things better or different to make my life a whole lot easier because I know I've got my higher self in another sort of space in time that is actually running and doing things the right way. So I often will sort of set time and do a meditation and meet her and just say, okay, can you just give me some help and guidance on how I can do this easier? Right. Um, so it's, it's just very interesting. And I remember hearing that years ago and I thought, oh, that can't be true, but what a difference it makes, you know, because, you know, when you sit down and you talk to yourself and say, it's like interviewing yourself. So, and you, you just sort of sit there and talk and give yourself some scenarios and ask, you know, what you should do. And it's very soothing, very calming and fun. Right. So yeah. I I guess like Eunice and I, we both actually have um, used your service. And then I think, you know, we were going to share more information about you than in this like uh, podcast and also in YouTube and also in IT as well. Eunice, any last questions you want to ask? <laughs> Um, no, I think that was wonderful because that is just exactly what we um, wanted to talk about, intuition and just tuning in. Um, it's wonderful to understand that, you know, we all have that ability to connect and, um, yeah, we are such powerful beings that we need to trust and exercise and practice. Um, and it's so uh, reassuring to um, hear from you, Cindy, and sharing your stories with us. So we really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, it was a very fun day today. So thank you so much for inviting me. Mm-hmm. Calmed my dog right down, so it's perfect. Sound <laughs> asleep, not caring about the storm. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. 
So Wonderful. we wish you, we will, we will continue to stay in touch. I'm sure we will have things to ask you from time to time. And, but we were going to, um, you know, we uh, sort of edited the video. And if you, uh, what picture you want us to use, we can just take it from your website. Yeah, so whatever one you think is best. <laughs> I'm, the worst, I'm the worst one for sort of, you know. You look so young, Cindy, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my grand yeah. yesterday was my birthday, and my grandkids were like, "Grandma, how old are you?" And I was like, "I'm 24." <laughs> and my granddaughter was like, "Oh, that's great! You're younger than my mom." And I said, "Thank you, sweetie." <laughs> that's a great one. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank okay, you all so much. Even though with this storm coming, we hope you stay dry. <laughs> That's for sure. I will. You guys have a fabulous day. And again, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye for now. Take care. Bye bye. If you have enjoyed the contents and great vibe from this episode, be sure to pay it forward and share the love with your friends. Feel free to leave us a comment or questions if you have one. To not miss the next episode, like and subscribe to our channels. Interested to find out more about what we offer or have questions on them? Check out our website www.crystalballoflight.com or any of our social media channels with the same name, Crystal Ball of Light. Thank you so much for sharing this fun time with us. See you on our next episode, and until then, go find your ball of light. <laughs>